What's up, guys? Welcome to another exciting episode of the Isaac Boys Podcast. Dwayne the Ghost alongside Dwight the Terror himself. And uh, we're coming off of a pretty pretty interesting week. Yeah. Tons to, to cover in regards to... Um, I don't know how much of you guys checked it out, but it was definitely worth checking out uh, the DC fandom. Mm-hmm. The DC fandom event fandom. kicked off. And... It was their take on a kind of like a expo type event, if you will. A digital. Kind of digital. Yeah. Given the, the, the current, you know, climate with uh, COVID and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, what, are, what are some of your thoughts on the, the DC fandom event? I liked it. I mean, for them, I mean, how they did it, it was like a 24-hour kind of thing and and well and unfortunately if it, if it fortunately unfortunately they had to fill it with content so there was a lot of content that I didn't so much care for but at the same time you know they had to fill it with something and there might be people that care for that kind of content so it could be targeted towards them which is cool um, uh, the only thing you know, being that it is a, a virtual thing and not a, a physical expo, is that for all the stuff that you didn't want to see, you know, you could just walk past it. You don't have to see it. If it was, you know. Whereas with this, you this you have a choice. You had a choice. You had to. So I find myself actually turning it off, turning it on. A lot of times, like mm-hmm. when I get bored, because it was so long, it was like I'm gonna get bored with it. I turn it off. And then eventually, I say, all right, let me see what see what I missed. Turn it back on. Um, a lot of it I actually caught on YouTube afterwards, mm-hmm. just because by the time I turned back on, I already missed so much, you know. Which honestly, just seeing whatever came out on YouTube was was perfectly fine for me too. I'm not that heavily invested in DC to be like I had to see every and everything. Because again, you know, there were there were some gems, but there was there, was, there were few and far. They, they they stretched them out, which obviously you should do. Mm-hmm. You don't want to you know front load or back load anything because then you yeah. Lose viewers that way, but yeah, it was totally it was a fun event. I mean, they had a lot to cover as far as the DC you know realm is concerned, as far as the new Batman movie, mm-hmm. the new Suicide Squad movie, mm-hmm. Suicide Squad game, um, Arkham Knight's game, yep, um, Snyder Cut, Snyder Cut. There was a lot of a lot of content, which you know, good on them. And there were even um, some stuff. I mean, some stuff that I didn't even know I was interested in. That, that I, well, I didn't know that I would be interested in. For example, the, the Sandman stuff. I don't know if you saw any of that. No. Oh, this one. Uh, was a DC comic that was popular like back in the day called The Sandman. Mm. That had a, had a you know has you know has a cult following and everything. And they're actually going to be doing a TV show on Netflix, which is just kind of cool. And just kind of hearing a little bit of the story of The Sandman and. Kind of where it came from and kind of how the story is. Mm. It's like, oh, that's, that's something I can I would get into. And they have an audio version on Audible as well of the the original, and just some of the voice actors that they, they got to do it. Like some 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 well known actors. I'm like, oh, and this is something that was like it's, it's pretty old at this point. Like you know, <laughs> but it, it's it's still you know apparently it's quality. So something I meant to check out. I think I'm going to check out the, the audio version. 
I did look up some of the comic stuff, and it's art style is is, is like very '90s, '80s, you know, comic style. But mm. it seems pretty cool. It's it's a it's an interesting concept. So I'm definitely I definitely want to check out the audio version of it to kind of can get get a glip, you know, a gist of what the you know the main story is and some of the characters there, and then to definitely check out the the Netflix show when it does drop. But um, yeah, it's something like, again. I, I didn't know I'd be interested in, but it, just watching DC Phantom, I, I got interested. So yeah. it was cool. Um, but on the on the main topics, I guess you know you have the also the gaming stuff, the Suicide Squad game. Looks, I mean, they didn't show gameplay of it, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. the concept and the trailer is enough to get you interested. I, I could. It seems like a cool enough game that you know people could get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, me, not so much, because again, I'm not really a big DC fan. But one thing I will say is that what I'm starting to realize, I'm starting to see a lot of now. Uh, King Shark is getting a lot of yeah, a lot of love now. A lot of love. <laughs> I mean, again, I watched the the Harley Quinn show, mm-hmm. excellent show, and he, he was very funny in that. He, he was he was one of the comic reliefs in that, so he was mm-hmm. kind of one of my favorite characters in it. Then now to see him get all this love from now with the the game and now with the the new Suicide um, movie. Squad movie. It's like, huh, King King Shark. Getting this come up, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. And the game, I mean, this is probably just me nitpicking, but I would have loved to have seen the cast of the movie in the game. Mm. It's expensive. I know that. <laughs> and it's the same thing with, like, when, I mean, off topic, but the, the, the Avengers, the Marvel Avengers game. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if it was the, the movie. And again, I get it's expensive yeah. and all the, you know, the, the red tape there, but... <clears throat> Just the fan in me, but like it would be, because m- movies don't really translate to games very well. A, a mm. lot of the movie translations for games are, are usually yeah. terrible. Yep, yep. But it's the fact that they they they're putting out quality games. Mm-hmm. It it'd be nice to get that, you know. Yeah. No, I, I, it's, I, I, it's nitpicky. I'm just you know talking. <coughs> and I could see that's probably you could see that's the direction they were kind of heading in with some of the character designs. Yeah, even look at Holly Quinn. I mean, Holly Quinn is Holly Quinn, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but Mark Roberts does an excellent job of her. That you mm-hmm. know. She now embodies that character, kind of like Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man. You know? mm-hmm. Do such a good job of, of portraying the character that, that you're that character now. And Harley Quinn on a whole now, it's kind of she's her own thing now. I gotta see where DC's heading with her, and it's it's interesting because she's she, she's not even <clears throat> you can't even call her a comic book character really. Yeah, because she started in the animated series. She started in the animated series, mm-hmm. and now she's she's her own thing. Like she's not. I, I, it looks like they're trying to distance her from Joker now. Because mm. I think in the comics now, Joker has a, a new sidekick. Yeah, punchline. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. They're trying to, you know, distance her and make her own thing. Which is, I mean, I, I, I get it. It's, it's, for me, it's, you know, it's not here nor there. I, I, I could live with it. Mm. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's a interesting thing because... Again, she, she, her not coming from comic books, and now she has her own TV show. And <coughs> her own comic book, I think. Her own movie. Now she has her own comic True. book line. You know, Harley Quinn is a, is a phenomenon now. Yep, hot commodity. And DC is just eating it all up. They're yep. just... They're all about women empowerment and all that kind of <coughs> woke stuff, so... And women uh, for, throughout Halloween, that's all they dress like now. Yep, that's it. Every last one of them, that's all they want to do. Just like Harley Quinn. She, ins- she inspires, which is, you know... It's good to be in comic, to be inspired by comic book characters, you know, 
We all have been touched by a comic character too, so. Yep, most definitely. Friend continues. Yeah, that's cool. But the, yeah, I, I wish they showed a little bit more gameplay of the game, but I guess it's still early. But just just the fact that you're going to be going up against heroes, like heroes are the bad guys. Mm-hmm. It's I, I give them an A plus in that in that in that category because we played so many games where you know you're the hero, and mm-hmm. you're, but now it's the roles are flipped. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they how, how it plays and you know what what, what kind of game it actually is actually going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, on the DC game note um, side, the uh, the Arkham Knights game. Let's take a different spin on it now. Which <coughs> you can, it's only so much. It's only so often you can beat that dead horse, but they've managed to do it a, a different way now. So, yeah. I'm like, okay. Everybody wanted to see Superman version, or which would have been damn near impossible to do in my opinion. <laughs> um, so how do you not make him overpower it? And what do you upgrade? What exactly do you upgrade? You know, different breaths, different you know, laser eyes, move sets and stuff, but. <laughs> it doesn't translate well as Batman did. Batman's getting different gear. You know, yeah, he's, he's upgrading his gear. You know, that's you know that's it's expected. You know, it, it makes sense. It you, translates well. You can do it. You can do it like it's like a a year one Superman type thing, and he's learning his abilities as he goes mm-hmm. along. You know, he's new to his powers and that kind of thing. Yeah, there's there's ways you can do it. That's one way to do it. Yeah, but that's with this one. game. Um, it looks pretty interesting. I, I like that it's co-op. My only challenge with it being co-op is I, I wish they did like a Batman and Robin co-op first. Because to true. me, that, that's what you want. That's what you want. That's, it. that's ultimately what you want. That's true. That's a good point. Batman and Robin uh, all together, that would have been great. A Batman and Robin game would have been exactly what you want. Yeah. But now you're doing co-op, but it's like, you know, it's all Batman sidekicks. It's like, do they usually go Bat- over themselves? Not really. I mean, but, I mean, yes and no, but... Bat- Batgirl and Robin. It's... And you have Red Robin and you have, you know, mm-hmm. different Robins and... You have Red Hood and all that, so it, it's. I get it; it's cool, but probably the story goes Batman's dead or whatever. Well, they're they're leaving it up to, yeah, interpretation. But yeah, yeah obviously, I don't think Batman's dead. I think maybe they will eventually. Batman's gonna show up, and <coughs> you can do you know your Batman and Robin stuff. Probably or Batman all the sidekicks now. Yeah, I think I think that's probably the end game. Which 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 would be great. I mean, that'd be that'd be awesome. That'd be the way to do it. End game. Now you have your whole. You can play through the whole game. Batman and Robin, or there, or maybe there's, you know, a few missions that you could do as Batman. All the sidekicks. You can pick and choose which sidekick, and then they might tack on some DLC afterwards, where there's a whole new yeah, set of missions. missions that, sure, you yeah. Know. yeah, I mean that's that's how I would do it. <coughs> Keep the speculation that. high, you know, and then which, give everybody what they want in the end. Which interesting is that the, it looks like the main villains for the game is going to be the. Um, what they call it? It's the League of Owls. Yeah, I don't know if you. I don't know if you know of them, but uh, I have. I have. I, I've, I've really, I haven't really. I haven't really like said a ton of about them, but from my understanding, it's like a secret. It's like kind of the Illuminati of mm. of Gotham, I guess. It's like a secret society that kind of owns Gotham under Batman's nose, and apparently they were very formidable and broken at one point. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I do remember that, but um. But yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see, because they've never been translated to any game that, that I'm aware of anyway. It'll be interesting to see them in a video game and how they play and what the story for the game is actually going to be. Because, you know, looks pretty cool. Hats off to DC. They're, they're, they're doing the thing right. Yep. And it's good because, you know, Marvel has a cinematic universe unlocked. Um, 
DC now is trying to. I'm glad that they they they're they're grabbing onto the things that they're they're good at. Like to me, all the animated stuff has always been great. Ten out of ten. Um, Most of their stuff, yeah. Harley Quinn is right out right like the, 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 I I again I I know I bring it up a lot, but definitely need to watch that show. It's I don't know how DC manages to to give you something that you don't think you would want, but you end up enjoying. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at a show like that, and it and it and it features, I mean, it features all the characters in there. There's Superman, Batman, everybody's in it. Mm-hmm. But it's not in the way that you would think that you would want it. But it's still, it still is so well written that it's 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 perfect. Like like I like a lot of people don't like the the Teen Titans Go show, but I I think it's genius as well. Is because it falls into that same category where you don't think you would want that. And I, I, would, I, would, I can't see Marvel doing a show like that, mm. but it just goes over so well. And I don't know, I don't know who's behind the, all that stuff, but when it comes to animated stuff, DC has it unlocked. They just do it so well. Because mm-hmm. Harley Quinn is like it's so, it's so adult, but it has, but it is it, also it also tries to be funny, and the humor goes. The, the humor is actually very well done. It's it's adult humor most of the time, and it's mm-hmm. it, 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 it's it's not corny or it's not it's like everything is like you know it's, it's all adult humor and it's 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 it's, it's very well done mm. very well done a lot of the things that, and, and not only that but underline all the humor and everything else there's a really good story uh there's there's there's, there's, there's a really good story and then there's a also a, a backstory that's kind of you know for empowering women all that jazz and you know take it or leave it kind of thing but if you put that part aside and just follow the main story and actually look at what's happening, it's like this. This this is this could be this could be a comic book series. This is it's so well done. But I, I think I speak enough on Harley Harley Quinn for now. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a very interesting show. I've caught a couple episodes, and I like everything I've seen, and I, I can relate to everything you're saying about you know the comedic timing of the series and everything. It's it's pretty good, pretty well well done. Um, but yeah, DC movies now are. Um, it looks like they they're kind of recovering from past blunders, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not sure where they're actually going with the Snyder Cut as far as it it being canon, and they're just gonna do away the old. Just I, I don't I don't know what they're doing there. I, th- I honestly I think that's where they're heading because because it's it's so strongly pushed not just by the fans and everybody else, but it's actually pushed now by DC and Warner Brothers. Think that they're kind of doing away with the old. I think they're doing away with the old because the old one didn't do great at all. It, it, it didn't. Nor did I enjoy it at all. I mean, the only good takeaway from that movie was the fight with all the the heroes against Superman. It was and that was, I mean, that was something we've never seen on the big screen. So that was something that kind of cool. That was kind of cool to see. But other than that, the movie was not that good. It felt short. It felt rushed. It, it felt incomplete, mm-hmm. which it actually was. So, but now they're you know, they give Snyder the green light and they, they're actually finishing the film and it's gonna be, I don't know if you heard, but it's gonna be a four hour long thing. Four hours, huh? I didn't hear that part. Yeah, that's four hours. But they're, they're doing it differently. Well, there's gonna be a couple of versions of it. So well, first they're, off, they're gonna break it up in episodes. Yep, like four episodes. That makes sense because I don't know if you well, if you ever watched the the Hateful Eight on Netflix. Mm. There's the Hateful Eight. Regular movie version, and then there's an extended version that's breaking up into four episodes. Mm. 
So I could see that. I, did, I never watched it. And that's the thing. I never watched the movie version. I've only watched the, the extended one. So I'm wondering like how, uh, how like what, what all was missing from the original one. Which is interesting. So, so, so yeah, they're going to break it up into four episodes, four hour long episodes. Um, there's no detail as far as like, how, how is it, it going to be. Like, you know, if there's going to be like a... If they're gonna drop it, you know, episodically or for everything one time, so you can binge it. Probably. But then apparently there's gonna be a a, a, a full like a full version episode where you can just sit down and watch the whole thing. And there's some rumors that it's gonna be in black and white, the full movie version, just to be more dark and gritty, I guess. Whatever. Mm. It's gonna do like a black and white version of not necessary, full. but yeah. I mean, some people might be into that, but I think still, if you're gonna do it, just release the. The movie's already du- has very dark tones to it, very grayscale kind of. Yeah, and you know, the heroes are usually in color. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you used to see that 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 pop of blue and red in Superman. You know, greens the, and yeah, all goals the different and, exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, Snyder Cut seems like it's gonna be interesting. Um, the trailer definitely delivered. Mm-hmm. Cause you, you, um, I mean, you see Dark Side, so Dark Side is definitely in it. I'm wondering how they're gonna do it though, because they're still showing Stephen Wolf. Mm-hmm. So I, no, what what I think, and I could be wrong. I don't think Darkseid is gonna be the main bad. I think it's still gonna be Steppenwolf. And but I think coming in. He, I don't know if he's gonna come in the end, but in those kind of like flashback scenes, I think they're gonna show him there. Mm. This is just my opinion. You're probably right. They're probably showing a lot of him just to hype just it to kind of hype it up, just so you can be like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I honestly think it's gonna be more or less the same movie. It's still gonna be Steppenwolf and all that, but I think they're gonna show Darkseid just to, like, because that's the only reason you would show him so much in the trailer to hype it up. But he's not actually gonna be the main bad guy. I hear you. That makes that because it's still the Justice League, you know. Mm -hmm. And and the movie was set up to be multiple parts initially, Mm. so they're probably setting up the Darkseid. Side it, things. it was probably setting up the dark side of the thing, which I mean, they they have yet they, they have still they canceled the, the other parts. Mm-hmm. Maybe they might go, maybe they might revisit it after the Snyder Cut. I don't know. They might, or maybe they might just include it in the Snyder Cut. Maybe who knows? I mean, we'll see. Yeah, you're right. Maybe Stephen Wolf would just be like the halfway point, and then there's this whole other part that whole other part that's all dark side that you know we haven't seen. Hmm. I mean, yeah, they got they got to. If it's gonna be two extra hours, I mean, it's a whole other movie, so it could be. But well, there, there was saying there was a lot of unused footage, so true. Like, like an hour, there was like hours of about. I think it was like an hour of unused footage that that was never seen. So, no. Who knows? It could just all be re- reshoots and retakes. It might, it might not necessarily be new footage per se. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you never know. And they give they did talk a little bit about the the Flash. Um, the Flash movie, movie which they're that movie is supposed to connect all DC movies it's gonna be interesting I, I I can't knock it because I mean I could see how they're they're trying to recover from you know mm-hmm. class blunders and they're trying to do something different and unique mm-hmm and it, it might work because they already they've already done this with the the, the Flash TV show, mm-hmm. where in that TV show, I mean, I don't know if you, I don't know how much how well you watch it, but mm-hmm. my kids love the crap out of it. I I I, I really haven't really followed it all the way through. It's, it's a good show. But from what I've seen, I mean, there's they've introduced the the, oh, the first Flash from the first mm-hmm. TV show. Mm-hmm. He's been in it. They've brought in um, in the Supergirl show the the the, uh, the Superman 
Mm-hmm. He well, the actor is in it, but I'm not, I think for the Christ on Infinite, they, they they actually introduced him as Superman as well in there. Um, I think there's also um, who else has shown up? There's a bunch of yeah. The, the Flash from the movies mm-hmm. has actually showed up in the show as well. <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. Flash Flash actually met him and they actually had dialogue. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the Flash from the movies. So obviously the the Flash from the movies, and if, if you can recall, he's He's been the one kind of time jumping and stuff, so I guess this will be showing what was that was that all about? Mm-hmm. You know, this movie and it's supposed to connect all the movies and supposedly um, Michael Keaton Batman's in it. Yeah, but he has a, a significant role in it, which honestly would be great to see. I mean, yeah, but it, it's, it's it's so it's kind of weird for me. It's kind of weird for me. I don't know. It is. But it's, it's, did Tim Burton really like this? It. Like, <laughs> because that movie has it has its own tone, it has its own flair. Yeah, but if if you feel that's what they're doing, it's like kind of like a multiverse type thing. Yeah, and um, Marvel's actually doing the same thing with, with um, well, rumor is that the Marvel's kind of doing the same thing. So I don't know who who's copying who, but with um, Doctor Strange, yeah, in the multiverse of mm-hmm. madness. Yeah, they're, 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 apparently, they're, like there, there was rumors that you know Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is going to be in it. So it's like it seems like Marvel's kind of doing kind of the same thing, so that you know. The Sony-verse and everything kind of ties in, but not really. But it, I'm still, there's still a big question mark over the Sony-verse because on, on the same topic of Michael Keaton, apparently he's in the, you know, he's in um, the, the Morbius <coughs> movie. Yes. But he's but he's also in, you know... In Spider-Man, yeah. So I don't know if it's going to be two versions of him or, or is, is it or version? is the Sony-verse part of the, the, you know, canon MCU stuff. So it, it's... <coughs> hopefully the multiverse of Madness kind of answers those questions. Because right now those are big questions I need answering. Uh, it's it's so well done because like I, as much as I enjoy the Venom movie, it it, it does doesn't it doesn't fit in, into the Marvel movies, because mm-hmm. chronologically where does that fall? Did it happen before the snap? Could it have happened while the snap was going on? The world seems pretty fine, you know. I mean it's 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 hard to kind of place it. I mean, if, if you can, you can, you can, you can place it. You can, you can kind of place it kind of before the snap, kind of. Uh, you can, you can, like if you, after you the know. next Spider-Man movie, you can kind of like show where it falls, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You can, you can, you can kind of place it because the movie didn't. It wasn't so grand scale that like. Yeah, it was kind of like an isolated event, more or less. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't know if you would do it in the next Spider-Man movie because Spider-Man kind of has his own issues. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where Venom would fit, honestly. But I mean, when, when I say. Place it. I mean, you'd you'd have to like mention it. Mm-hmm. So at least there's mention of it to kind of connect, connect it. Some kind of connective tissue. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then you'd be like, okay, well, why didn't the Avengers step in? I'm sure they have, you know, other heroes that could, you know, other heroes and their satellite imaging and technology that could have tracked what was going on there and step in and. But again, if like if it was, you know, if they can kind of. Finagle it into you know when things were going on with Thanos, like right before, so they were kind of more focused on that. I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but yeah, it's questions that need to be answered. We'll we'll see where they all fit. But because I know they are now planning on making um, a Spider Gwen movie. Mm -hmm. There's rumors of that. Yeah, I'm kind of getting off topic of DC. Yes, we're going to Marvel because got that one Marvel all day. Marvel's awesome. Um, But yeah. Uh, as for anything else on the DC side of things, I mean, yeah, there is the um, the, the Batman movie. 
We never even talked about the, the Batman movie. Yeah, the Batman movie. Well, Suicide Squad movie as well, but yeah, let's let's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Suicide. Let's go with Suicide Squad first. Yeah, such a Suicide Squad. I mean, they kind of redo the cast. They 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 redid the cast. See, it's kind of like a soft reboot, but to me, it feels like a like a like a sequel, in a sense. Isn't it a sequel? It's a sequel slash soft reboot, is what I heard. But it seems more like a sequel to me. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was. A, I figured it was a sequel. Um, that's why you don't have you know, Deadshot and all those guys in it. Um, it's kind of strange how, like, the, the I mean, when, when they go Suicide Squad, the, the, the characters they choose, they're just trying to find the most obscure villains. Yeah, this one, definitely. They, they find all the obscure villains, and, and I, I, I can kind of see where this is going. Those guys, like, those guys are going to be dying left and right. Kind of like how <laughs> uh, Slipknot died pretty early. I think they're going to double down on that. You just have villains dying left and right. Like, random spots. Because... One, it's a lot of people in there. A lot of villains in there. There is a ton of villains in there. And I think they're just there to be, you know... To be killed off. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like... And it's supposed to be like a war movie kind of like, too. Yeah, and it gets that feel, too. It's, you know, it's not going to be like a, a city, urban setting. It's going to be like more of like a jungle war movie type feel. But it's, it's going to be interesting. We'll see, see how it plays out. See what, you know... But the trailer so far looks good. Um, I kind of wish King Shark had his voice from this show, but... <laughs> That's not here nor there. Um, I would say um, with with Harley Quinn, she looks she looks more toned down though. The one thing I was uh, that I don't mm. like so much, she looks she looks toned down a bit. I mean, because like she's not wearing like the short pants anymore; she's mm. wearing like long pants. Um, she's wearing a red and black, which I love. She's got you know wearing mm. red and black, but even her hair too doesn't have like the the the, the, the big po- like po- um, ponytails. ponytails. It's more like longer mm. ones, so it's kind of she seems more toned down, more. Mm. More like a kind of a well, see how things play out, but she's like a more adult version of Harley Quinn, as in like Harley Quinn is maturing type thing. Mm-hmm. She doesn't stand out as a you know crazy psychopath as she kind of is and has been. But I guess, like I said, it'll have to be we'll see how the movie plays out. But this, I'm just basing well, this on the trailer. But I think because of again women empowerment, all that kind of stuff, they want to give her a more serious role and not make yeah, her the, like the, a, they're trying to make her a novelty and just be, not make her so much of a novelty crazy person, but. Actually has you know, you know some thought behind her. And, sure, I get know, it. They're, they're right. trying to empower women because now so many because now so many eyes are on her as a character, and now she has women are looking. There has to be some level of responsibility because if she's too unhinged like she usually is, it could influence young girls in the wrong way. Kind of. I, 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 I personally, I think that's that's why they toned her down as much as they did. Well, we'll see how the movie plays out. But oh no, I mean it looks good. There's a lot, lot of actors in there. Even John Cena is in there. John Cena massive to <laughs> find his way in there, which is interesting. But um, yeah, should be good. Can't wait to e- see it. He just is in there. Yep. I mean, it's 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 an it's an all star cast. I'll give him that. Yeah. It's it's not just a cast, but it's like all star. Like yeah. And it's just gonna be fun to see like who dies when and you know and how all the all these major names that are yeah yeah and how they get actually get taken out. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun to see. Can't wait for that. Um, getting into the Batman movie, um, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I must say, I like I like everything to- about it so far. I have a couple nitpicks, but I, I like everything so far. Like, I like the tone the, of the, the movie. Tone, I like the tone of the movie. Kind of reminds me of the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Maybe even more darker. A little, it's, like, it's a little more darker Dark Knight. 
the and it is modern time, so it's not like the recent Joker could could fit in there because it's it's mm-hmm. not the same time period. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if this kind of you know I don't know. No, I'm, I'm glad that it didn't because it's no, it shouldn't. It, I mean, I, I get it. Joker stands alone and it's it's his own thing. Yes, and all that. But like, it, it, if, it, it, if, they're, it, if they're building a new Batman universe, now it's gonna have to be a new Joker again. It's like. Mm-hmm. It would have been nice to leave it open-ended, like speculate that it could be the same universe. Yeah, this is kind of one of my nitpicks. But other than that, like the tone, everything is good. Um, I mean, it still kind of could be. Joker would be ancient at that point. I mean, he would be much older. Oh, that's the only thing. Um, but that 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 leaves that open because we've never seen a much older Joker. Yeah. It leaves that open for that because on the next on the next time of it too, like. You know, Batman was pretty young then, so as time elapsed from now from then to now, he would be probably as old as you know, Pattinson's Batman is now. It could work out. Yeah, maybe, but it I don't think means, that's the case. It just means Joker's been terrorizing Gotham for <laughs> <laughs> you know, fifteen years or so. But like you said, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be the case. And I I I know for I know for a fact that it's not the case and it yeah. doesn't have to be. They're gonna introduce a new Joker at some. If they're building a new Batman, like if this movie is, does really well and they want to do spin-offs and they, they're gonna have eventually have a new Joker. It's supposed to be Batman earlier in his career too. Yeah, year two they're saying. So, so he's already established where it was. It was kind of weird just having him, just kind of walk on set like walk on <laughs> screen like that. I was like, like walk onto like the the crime scene and there's everyone just looking up like. This Batman is this guy just walking in here like I, I find that because that's that's never really been done in any Batman movie. No, <laughs> it's always been you know he's always been in the shadows and you know mm-hmm. him and Gordon talking, but now we're talking with like the yeah, the PD but and everything. this is them having him as like lead detective on the case, like <laughs> which they said they do want to take it more that it's like a detective movie type. Feel. Yeah, so you're gonna be like trying to figure out solving blah blah blah, which in that case they did pick a perfect villain in Riddler. Mm-hmm. I I, th- based on the trailer, I think uh, they show a couple glimpses of um, Riddler. From from my, what I gather, unless the trailer is kind of misleading, but if you know the person that was doing the taping and uh, they show a couple other shots of this person mm. in a coat and everything, mm. if that's the Riddler, I'm like, mm, that is a Riddler. I don't like it. I don't. I don't. I don't like how he looks. You don't like the take on the Riddler? No, <laughs> modern take on the Riddler. I hate it. Yeah, it's, it's, from what I understand, that is a Riddler, and apparently Penguin's in it too. I saw Penguin. Did you see Gone Girl? He was unrecognizable. Unrecognizable. Which, like, when, I, when I, I've watched, when I, I've rewatched it, and I've seen people do reviews on it, and, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they mentioned, I was like, oh, okay, I guess, yeah, I guess that was him. Yeah, unrecognizable. So it's gonna be, that's going to be interesting to see, like, how but it, Penguin. I think it's Penguin, but it's not, he's not Penguin yet. I don't think no, so. Yeah. It's just Colorbot. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a more... Like it's it's more like a, a realistic take on Batman. It's reminding me of the Gotham show. I don't know if you ever watched the, the show Gotham. I have not because I didn't. I didn't Great show. Well, huh? Great show. I mean, I'll take your word for at it. the end. Like, they started going more. It started feeling very CW ish at the end coming, but mm-hmm. very early on, a couple of episodes, like it was very dark, very down to earth, you know. And Kyle Potts was one of my favorite characters in the show. Actually, the actor that got to play him was excellent. He, to me, he stole the show. Mm-hmm. The whole Gotham show, I think Kyle Potts stole it. But like a younger penguin, solo show, great actor. Um, but yeah, um, I don't like how the riddle look. I hope he changes his look coming to the end or something. Because 
I, I, I need to see the red line. Like, I, need to, like, at least, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be a guy in a green suit kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> but that's, that's the issue. I would like to see him, like... Because Riddler's always been kind of had, had, had a sense of class in, in a sense, you know what I mean? Mm. He was always been a guy like in a suit, always had you know this kind of arrogance to him. Mm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling that. That's neither here nor there. He's more of a, he's more Vane-esque in this one. Yeah, he feels kind of like Hush almost. Mm. And even when like even like with him taping the face, like Hush face is all taped up and everything. So I was, I was getting, I was getting a lot of Hush vibes. Mm. So I was like. Why not just do Hush if this is the way you're gonna go? Mm. Cause Hush did kind of play mind with Batman and everything, and like mm-hmm. there was a, mm-hmm. a back and forth there. Are they just stealing Hush and just using the Riddler? I... Or is it is the Hush? Maybe this is actually a Hush, you know, mm. thing, and Riddler's kind of behind the whole thing, or what? I don't know. I don't know. But I hope I hope all these questions get answered in, in the right way. I hope that the Riddler's just not, you know, doing what what you know Dark Knight did to did to Bane. You know, kind of make him this completely different character that. Kind of hard to recognize, but Bane in the Harley Quinn series, by the way, and I keep bringing it up, but Bane in the Harley Quinn series, hilarious, hilarious, but a little overdone, but hilarious, mm-hmm. because it's 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 the Bane you ex- would expect to know, but he has the voice of the Dark Knight of the Dark Knight. So, in terms of comedy, there it's just it was endless comedy in that in that aspect of it, because mm-hmm. it was like the voice was so overdone, but it was. Kind of funny, but anyway, poking fun themselves. Yeah. Yes, it's hilarious. Um, what else did I like about the trailer? But um, yeah, I mean, it was all oh, it was a good trailer. I it's did very it. violent. Batman just destroyed that guy. Oh, it was the best scene of the whole thing. Best scene of the whole thing. Oh, there's more scenes like that in the movie. Yeah, Batman just destroying people. Right, you make an example of one. You don't have to fight everybody. Mm-hmm. Those guys are just probably like, mm, nah, I don't want the smoke. It's <laughs> a good way to do it. Like it was <laughs> so well done, because you know, yeah, guys on the ground is like, nope, I'm not done. Mm, just he just obliterated that guy. It was funny. Um, yeah, the bat Batmobile looks good. The Batmobile looks. I, I, I like it because it's, it's, it looks like it goes back to its roots in terms of the older style Batmobiles. Batmobiles for a long time has been getting more tank. One of the lines, that, along yeah, the lines the of the tank, and then the other ones. Are but this I mean, is more Batman. This is his Batmobile. You know what I mean? It's, it's a, a souped-up muscle car with a turbine in the back. So this is this is what you expect for the Batmobile. I'm interested to see how everything plays out. Catwoman looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Again, they take another take on on Catwoman, where she's not necessarily. It looks like she's not necessarily dressing up as a cat. But her costume just kind of resembles one in a sense. Because of her, her, her postures and how she Her postures and like the way her mask is, it kind of has a little, yeah, little, ears, on the little side. ears on the side. But it's not really ears, you know. Kind of like how in the other one where her, her visor kind of flipped up to make the ears. I, I see how when they're taking this realistic tone, it's like they're... They want to get away from, yeah, you're a bat, you're a cat, you're a penguin. Yeah. Kind of vibe. Which is, yeah, it's whatever, but... You know, we'll see how things actually plays out. Um, I almost forgot about Black Adam. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I've I've always been on the fence when like because it's been announced years now. Yeah, and I've always been like, maybe I don't know enough about Black Adam to really get excited about it or see how it fits in with the current Shazam I mean, movie. They're calling him. I don't think Shazam's gonna be in the Black Adam movie. 
I don't think so either. But no, he's not. Isn't Cause he? They're, they're, they're gonna set up. Because it seems like what, what they're doing is they're making Black Adam. It's kind of kind of like what, what the the Suicide Squad game is, is, has done. I think they're gonna make because Black Adam is gonna be the main character of the Black Adam movie. Obviously, they're gonna kind of show his backstory because you can kind of feel, you know, his point of view. Because mm-hmm. they're calling him an anti-hero because he's you know he has his own agenda, agenda if you will. But his agenda is more more like a personal thing. So it's not really like he's you know out to conquer the world or anything like that. But mm-hmm. he's you know has his own thing. So, uh, so they're gonna have a, a team of heroes that are actually gonna fight Black Adam. Oh yeah. Well, from from what I gather in a movie, mm. and it's the Justice Society, mm. where it's gonna be um, a guy. Um, I don't know, Fate. Uh, something Fate. Fate. The guy with oh, the Doctor Fate. Doctor Fate. Mm-hmm. Gold Helmet. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be there. Um, Adam Smasher, which is kind of like their Giant Man mm. type thing. A um, couple other heroes. Or from the Justice Society or whatever. They're probably going to take on... Black Adam. Black Adam. But Black Adam is the main character, so... Mm. Obviously, they're going to lose, I think. Or... I don't know what, what's going to actually happen. Yeah, but... He, I don't know how it's going to play out. But it's, it's interesting because they're, they're making him, like... Kind of like he's the good guy. Mm-hmm. But he's not really, but... It, you know, it is what it is. So, obviously, he's not going to die. But do you think they're going to spin it back into the Shazam movie? I think so. I think they're going to build him... Because they did touch on him in the movie. Mm. They talk about the the, the one um, the one missing seat, yeah. Mm. So I think they're gonna build him up with this, and they're gonna do like a kind of a tie-in at the end, mm. and then they're gonna do a Shazam versus you know Black Adam, which is one way to do it, you know. But it because it's the Rock. I think they're 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 because I think that's the only reason they're they're making this movie is because of the Rock. One hundred percent. They're making it this way because of the Rock, so that you know. It's not just one a one time role, and two, it's not you know just this bad guy coming in that you know he, he's not he's not playing that bad guy role where it's like this is obviously the bad guy let's mm-hmm. take him down kind of thing. He's always gonna have some kind of personal agenda or whatever, and they're gonna be like, okay, well we can't have you around, and like, well try to stop me kind of a thing. And it's interesting. See how the play. I mean, it's, it's good. We're gonna see how it plays out, but it, it should you know because if you look at the I mean the Shazam movie obviously is more of a comedy. Mm-hmm. Very well done, I might say. I, I didn't. I, I actually enjoyed the Shazam movie. Mm-hmm. Um, in comparison to how they're doing the Rock, so it might be more on the serious note. But Rock is talented enough to to, to, to do comedy. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm just wondering how it's gonna mesh, though. You know. I think the, I, th- I think the way that they're doing it this way to kind of set him up as kind of like their Thanos. So maybe, maybe he might even beat Shazam the first time around or something. I don't know. I think I think. We, they're obviously setting this role up so Rock can have multiple roles as Black Adam. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to think, like, if I, if I would do it, how I would do it. I have a feeling. Obviously, he's going to win his his movie. They're going to do a, a Shazam 2 where I guess he's probably in it, and maybe he wins that too. And then I have to bring it to a third movie, and then, you know, ultimately he gets defeated, or I don't know. Maybe he joins them and becomes a good guy because of The Rock. Yeah, well, then it's Black Adam and Shazam, and I, I, don't, I don't know if that has ever happened. Maybe it has, but I don't know. But I mean, Shazam was done in a way that where I mean, even in the the end credit scene, it was Henry Cavill Superman that was in the end credit scene. Mm-hmm. So, I guess they're trying to show that that is part of that universe. Mm-hmm. So maybe when they do ever eventually do like a a Justice League two, you know, bring back all the all the characters and 
Maybe Shazam's gonna be the big, the main bad for that. Maybe, maybe he's gonna Black defeat Adam's gonna be the, the Black Adam. Yeah. Maybe he's gonna defeat, defeat Shazam in his Shazam movie. And then they're gonna need the help of the Justice League. But then, the, 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 but they're already kind of set up dark side. But we're gonna see how it plays out. But yeah. all speculation. We're gonna see how everything plays out. I mean, on all, all good stuff. Mm-hmm. Tons to look out for 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 the DC. We went down that that DC rabbit hole pretty deep. But um. Yeah, tons to look forward to. Um, as far as um, we haven't really touched much on video games except for the DC games, but um, yeah. <laughs> um, anything in the, the gaming world that happened this way? Nothing. Nothing um, really convincing happened in, in console it, wars. Until the console wars is still ongoing. Um, there hasn't been much leaks. No m- much concrete leaks, anyway. Yeah. A lot of stuff I'm seeing is just regurgitating the same stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. So console wars have gone, gone, gone quiet this week, so not a ton there. They're just, they're, everyone's waiting for everyone to pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. You know, no prices have been announced yet. And that seems to be the biggest takeaway from everything else that's been going on. It's like, when are we going to get the prices? You know what I mean? Yep. So. Mm, I'll tell you that, I mean, Apex Legends, uh, new season started. Yes. I, touch on that, I haven't played much of, yeah, I think we did, did touch on it last week, but I haven't played much. I haven't played much. If anything else other than Star Wars, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, Battlefront. Apex, uh, I'm kind of liking it. It, 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 feels, it feels different. From the little bit that I've played, yes, I would say so. I mean, the map is completely different. It's kind of hard to figure out your own things. Um, you know, dealing with the new materials and making stuff, crafting stuff. That, that, I mean, it's interesting. I, at first I was on a fence about it, but I'm like, it doesn't take away from the game. It doesn't, you know. You can do it, you can not do it, but you have to pay attention to what... You do have to pay attention to it because you know it's not going to drop. You know it's not going to drop, so you got to figure out. And in that sense of it, I kind of like it because like, if, if I know there's a gun that I want and it's not going to drop, I can just create it. It makes me that it makes it that much easier. How I find that I, I use it the most, though, is just to create ammo. Yeah, once you create the gun, it does, it does create... Like, not only that, but you can mm-hmm. go in and you can make ammo for your, the two guns you have. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll shoot out two ammo things for the two guns you have. Oh. So I find myself doing that more often. Like so, as soon as the fight's done or whatever, mm-hmm. instead of looting for ammo, I just go make my ammo. Mm. Okay. So there's 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 the use of that, and of course the the, the purple knockdown shield that, that that's always been there for the whole week. I'm, I'm guessing. So mm. like I was first thing purple knockdown shield. If I need yes. ammo, make ammo. There you go. That's what I've been making the most of. So that's kind of fun. Um, Rampart as a character, she's she's very situational. She's kind of fun to play with, but um. I haven't touched her yet. I'm, I'm not saying, I'm, I can't feel like, uh, I'm not really digging Sheila too much. One, obviously it makes you a stationary character, so you're susceptible to snipes. Mm-hmm. And when I say stationary, because you're stationary, stationary, even if you're turning and everything, you are a stationary character. Yeah. So you're open to snipes and everything. It's never and a good idea. That's where your, you know, your, your, um, your barriers kind of come in, in a sense. But if someone gets kind of to the side of you or whatever, you're completely screwed. The bears, are, the, the, the bear probably need a little bit more of a dome-like shape. Well, she can make a, up to five of them. Yeah, right on the spot. So she mm-hmm. can kind of make one and then two on the mm-hmm. sides, kind of, kind of give you that dome feel. But at the same time, you can knock on bears pretty quickly. I, I, that I've noticed. The team mm-hmm. fires on that barrier, you can knock it down pretty quickly. I mean, granted, she can make bears quickly again, but there is that. You can't make it too overpowered, too. So I get it. At the same time, Sheila, like. And she can put up a couple of shields too. Uh, uh, not people are aware of that, but she can put up a couple of them. You can put up more than one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I you do stay in area long enough, and you think you can put, you can put up another one. But with like shooting it, like the first couple of shots are 
you might as well not be aiming at the person you're shooting at. <laughs> they go every and every direction. Like, it really, but then you gotta, that's the thing I don't really like is you have to kind of, because you, you can spool it just kind of like, you know, you, to, mm, mm. to get it going. But those first couple of shots are always going to go like any which direction, then it, it kind of like lasers in. So you have to be holding down the, 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 the actual fire button long enough for it to laser in for you to actually hit your targets. So what's the, so, point, of, what's the, point, of, what's the point of spooling? Well, I guess it has to spool up before you can start firing. I mean, you, you don't, but it'll just start firing quicker. Mm. So there's a lot of things that are working against Sheila to the point where it's like, why even use it? You're already a stationary target. But I would say, once you start, if you get, if you get hit by it, you're, you're going down for the most part. <laughs> she she hit, it hits pretty hard, so you, you can... I guess you know. it's, like a, it's a good third-party gun. Definitely. Yeah, 100%. So if there's a fight going on or whatever, you can just set up Sheila and just start raining hell on the entire team. And the cool thing is, like, while you're shooting, you can, like, set off, like, um, quips. Oh. While you're killing, like, every kill, you can set up quips where she's, like, <laughs> a damn that's, psychopath. Just, you know, that's, that's kind of cool. It's, it's pretty fun, and, you know, it's entertaining. But I've, um, I've been trying to find value in Pathfinder again because they kind of make him, made him a little bit worse. I mean, they... They, they, they didn't do anything to him. No, they, they, just made him. Crypt, they just made crypto better. I mean, they made him... They did, they did something for Pathfinder, which is, you know, well, once you use it, the towers, it, you know, it takes like 10 seconds off of your, your ult and stuff. So that's... That's some. Yeah. But, again, crypto is just... I think, they're, I think they're making crypto too strong. Crypto is just... So good this season. I mean, I, I understand. I, to, to some point, I understand why they're doing it because it's, the, like, the, it's like they want you to be in the drone more often. Yes, because that's that is his strength to be in the drone. So they're trying to give you of, as much things you can do in the drone as possible, so that you're in the drone more often. Which is not good for your team, but true. Because you know, three on three fights, you want you want a guy shooting. You know, not just wasting time in the drone. But the drone gives you so much information. Like you can do so much in the drone now. You can see if squads are around. You can pick up your your, your badges. You can re- now respawn your guys now, and you can check the um the, the the towers to see where the ring is gonna be. And of course, you can still do the same old stuff like monitor doors to see when they open or not. You know, of course, when you EMP, you can knock down pretty much everything. So like, you know, Rampart can set up herself and everything. You can have gas, and you can have Watson set up all these barriers. Crypto can just knock them off. Like, you can just mess that whole thing up. Crypto is just, but I think I don't know if it's still that way. But I know if if, if crypto EMPs, like if if you if you are, um, why can't I remember this guy's name? Nothing. No. Caustic. No. Mirage. Mirage. Through Mirage, and crypto hits your bamboozle. Your bamboozle. Your um, your clone. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Your, your decoy. That's what I'm looking for. It will it will show you his his um, location mm. because you know when you hit the when you hit the things it shows there. Mm-hmm. So that's one way to to find a crypto. Yep. Right right when you see him, see him doing his all, just just throw out your the decoy. Now you know where he is. Yep. Get him. But He's sitting in drone. One thing they did do that I didn't like with the EMP is because like we you know we had the strategy of you know team go in you EMP the team mm-hmm. the team's there to see. Now the EMP slows your team. If your team gets caught in the EMP, they're getting slowed. It's not doing anything to the shields, but they're gonna get slowed. It's like, mm. I guess that was like kind of where it kind of towed him down. Yeah. But it's like, because now it's like, what's the point of EMPing now? You can't really follow up on it. You have to be completely out of the, out of the way. 
it kind of sucks, but I guess I just wanted to, to tone them down a bit. But. I mean, I mean, our level, uh, and they have, they have to tone it for the upper tier level of play as well too. Because of course, our level of play, we're not you know the professionals at it, and there's probably things that are being exploited on those levels that we're not too keen on. Yeah. So I trust that they're doing the right thing in that in that regards. It's one thing that people I, I always try to pay attention to, yeah. I, especially for for Overwatch is where I really I kind of learned that. There's a lot of things that they change, and you're like, well, why would you change that? There's like, there's things on the professional level that are know, being exploited, but so there's there. things on the professional level that's being exploited. That on our level of play, it's like we don't see it as a big deal, but mm-hmm. other levels of play, it's a huge deal. So, it is what it is. Yep. But yeah, um, definitely enjoying season six. I def- I'm, not, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get through the battle pass because I usually do, even though I haven't played a ton of it. I've been playing. I feel, I feel like I've been playing more COD, um, Battle Pass. Mm. I have. I haven't. I haven't played a lot of COD lately. I, I mean, I haven't touched a lot of COD. Maybe definitely sure. gotta play some tonight. But um, yeah, I'm glad. Of, I'm glad for that because I do miss it. But with with COD, I, I'm I'm trying to master my my ninja play. I've, I've made a ninja um class and I'm tweaking it and stuff and I'm 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 getting it down to the point where I'm, I'm I got some really good plays that I'm gonna drop on the website real soon. Like some. Some ninja shit that that I and I, I like I do die a lot doing it, but I'm doing it to perf- I'm doing it to, to to get good at certain things. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind the the dying in, in the process to to fine tune things, and I, I've been fine tuning it, you know, taking out things. And I I, I, I used to do that, and I, I I like it. But one thing I'm noticing with the with the swords, yeah, whatever the, the, the name is, whatever they're called, the swords, the swords. Anything you can do with the swords, you can just do better with the hit sticks. And that's okay. like that's like my biggest problem with them right now. Mm-hmm. Like I have them in a lot of classes just for fun. But like, I find like any like the only thing they have going for them is the range. Literally the range. That's that, and, that, and that's it. And it's not even that big of a difference from the hit sticks because with the hit sticks, the difference in range is that it, it, it is minimal. But with the swords, you don't lunge. You just mm-hmm. slice, and whatever's in front of you is dead. With the hit sticks, you when you're in that range, you're lunging toward them. Mm-hmm. And then so you can get the next hit off. So, and I, obviously, you move faster with the hit sticks. So it's like, like I, I, I've been playing with the swords, and I've been, but I'm like, if I was a hit sticks, I, like, there's so many times I'm like, man, if I had hit sticks, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be dead right now. So it's like, it's making me like, everything that you can do with the swords, you can do better with the hit sticks. Mm-hmm. Maybe. No, there, there's no maybe. <laughs> there is absolutely no maybe. I haven't really played history, I, so I, I guess I, you're probably... But I, I, I do like the swords, but like in, in comparison to movement speed, it's night and day. Hit six, you're moving. But I do like... The, I, I do have fun playing with the swords. I do like playing with the swords because I, I, just the... The aesthetics of it. The aesthetics of it. And they are one-hit kills. But the hit six, the, the, the hits are so quick, it's like you might as well call it a one-hit kill. Yeah. Very few, like very, very, very seldomly, I die in between hits, yeah. and most times it's because of another, because of his teammate, not necessarily him. Yeah. You know, but with the Kadachis, that's what they're called, the dual Kadachis. There, I, I like the aesthetic of them, but I find myself getting killed a lot of times. Like, man, if I had hit sticks, I would be dead. <laughs> so that's my issue with them. So I, I like work on your ninja skills as 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 much as you can. And then try to unlock hit sticks, and then you'll be like, I think you're, you're, 
your nigga skills would be like so much better because you'd be like, damn. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah, definitely gonna play some of that tonight. Looking forward to that. Yeah, I, like literally, the only class I really pl- I've been playing with now is the um, the seven twenty five the shotgun. Mm. It got nerfed, but it, the nerf doesn't affect me too much. Cause they, they apparently like apparently it's still like because even when the game first came out, they had to nerf it like a good three four times mm. to get it to where it is today. Cause it was very overpowered. And even now they're slowly nerfing it again, but it's mostly because of the. They have to face. It's just a powerful shotgun. That's, that, that, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's still a shotgun. People don't realize that. Yes, it's it's powerful and it you know, all these things. But it's still a shotgun. You you can't hit somebody across the map with it mm-hmm. unless you put on slugs, which is what I do. So the way I play with it, it doesn't affect me too much. I think they 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 increased the aim down sight speed and they made you run slower with it now, which kind of sucks. Mm. But they also widen the spread a little bit so that it's not so much a one-hit kill from hip as much. Mm. They're making it so you have to look downside when you're using bucks. But I don't use bucks, so it doesn't matter to me anyway. And I look downsides anyway. Mm. But the problem now is that they slow down the little downside speed. So that's where I feel I'll be affected because usually I just pop up, boom, boom. Mm. But now that they're making it that you have to look downside to get those kills and they slow down the little downside speed, I think that's where I could be affected because like, that's literally my only class that I play with now. And I... I always get all my kill streaks using that. Mm. So like, that's, that's like my my go-to class is that with the dual kadachis like a secondary. Because there's times when I get my two shots off and the person's not dead or I miss one and the person and the, and they're still around the corner. For <laughs> my kadachis. Yep. And sometimes they don't ex- they don't expect it because they, they hear the two shots. They think you're reloading. They think I'm reloading. They're coming. And I just yeah. Well, my, my favorite thing to do with the dual kadachis is to run and slide and slash. Mm-hmm. And it would be so much easier if I would switch my controls to tactical to do that, but I do that on regular controls, which is so much harder, but so much more satisfying when you actually get the kill. Because I have to actually run, I have to press slide, and then switch back over and press slash. That's my thumb I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I think it's a good spot to take a little quick little break. Yeah, and we'll, we'll come back and get into some uh, some fight talk. Yep. Enjoy listening to the podcast? Well, consider becoming a supporter. As a supporter, you can directly support the podcast with monetary contributions, ranging from a dollar to $10, based on your budget. Your monthly contributions will ensure that we can continue to do what we love doing, bringing you great content. Go to anchor.fm forward slash vivn to find out how you can become a supporter. All contributions are greatly appreciated. And we're back. About to get into some fight talk. Yep. Um, this week, uh, a bit of a lackluster as far as star power card, but... Mm-hmm. Fights nonetheless. Fights nonetheless. And all in all, there, there were some, some notable fights on there. Um, just going to go through the main event because prelims, not much to talk about there. But... um. First fight was uh, Daniel Rodriguez versus Dwight Grant, mm-hmm. Dwight the Body Satchel Grant. Which I was like, when I saw him, I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. But then I was like, when I saw him, I was like, wait, I've seen this guy fight before. Mm-hmm. I, I, we've seen both of them fight before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rodriguez actually being one of well, a guy that I like. His, I like his last fight because he was just a a greedy, 
straight down the pipe kind of fighter, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, and Body Snatcher, which is your namesake, um, Dwight Grant. He started out good. He had some good, you know, landed some good shots, and he ultimately he, he hurt Daniel early. And I was like, yeah, it's a matter of time. He's going to put him out, you know, real soon. But it's just like a split second when when you know they were they were getting away from a scramble, and Daniel, you know, Rodriguez just got up and had started swinging, and he caught Grant, and Grant just never recovered. Just never. It was a quick turnaround. It was, it was, they were saying it could be comeback of the year. It, it honestly could. It, it was. It was definitely like you thought it was any it's any second now. Rodriguez would be out of there, and he said, "Nah." Like it was so weird because like it's, it's how he just got up and just started swinging. Is like, like, like something switched in him. Yeah, he, he put he put it in his mind like, "No, not like this." <laughs> and usually you get up and you see guys kind of like thing, but he just got up and just starts just, just came forward swinging. If I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna go out of my shoe. Yep, and it, it worked. That's the kind of guys they know it loves. Yep, it worked. He got a first round TKO victory on Grant, and you could tell Grant was like, Grant was probably the better fighter. Mm-hmm. Even though he, he looks kind of weird, and you could tell he's you know, but he, he he seemed like a bit of a nerdy guy, just in his demeanor and everything. Mm-hmm. But you know, I could be looking too much into it. But anyways, yeah, he definitely got upset there because I think Rodriguez was an underdog too as, as well in that fight. Somebody made some money. Somebody made some money. Speaking of making some money, if you were definitely a betting man, you'd have definitely made some money in the next fight. Mm-hmm. Superman flyweight fight. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest underdog of the night. Yep. Um, Shauna Dobson. Shauna Danger, Danger Dobson versus um, Mariana. Yeah, uh, Mariana. She's uh, of course she's, country she's from. Um, she is from. What did they say? Well, Kazakhstan. Probably. Yeah. Ajapova was his last name. Yeah, I think it's Kazakhstan. And Kazakhstan. she, I mean, great fight. She she, she came out. She looks the part. Days. She, you know, she's she's very aggressive. You know, she's always like, I don't know. I, I like how she kind of moves. Like even just for the like the, you know, for her walkouts and, walk out like, and to me, no, I think to me she was too. She was too a little too relaxed. Well, not I was too relaxed, but you could see like she was feeling herself a little bit too much mm-hmm. for my liking. Anyway, I was like. Mm, this is kind of like your your debut. No, why not? I mean, I guess she was. No, no she, she, she fought before. It's not she her fought debut. Before? Mm-hmm. It's not her debut. It wasn't her debut. She fought okay. before. Well, um, uh, I misread that. That's though. why she's on the main card. Good point. Um, but, but she 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 did you know she she definitely drinks her own Kool Aid. They can see that. Yeah, but she, she came out too hot. But I think she's she's had success doing that, so she she always goes to that. But again, like you can't you, do that. You're a professional fighter. Yeah, you should can, know better. Mm-hmm. She came out way too hot. I mean, even even my wife watching the fight was like, yeah, she's gonna win, because you know she was even though she came out hot, she was she was doing good. She started out pretty good. Mm-hmm. She was landing. She was very aggressive, and you know she was doing her thing. But you could like, just the way she was throwing you, like mm, you you can't sustain. You can't that. sustain that. Yep. Like if Shauna survives this, you're screwed. And so said, so done. So said, so done. Shauna survived it and pounded her out. Got to the second round, and like you can tell it. Even even coming out of the stool, you can tell that she had nothing left. Like, she and was it, done. And it, like even into even in the finish, like she wasn't in a lot of danger except for the fact that she was really tired. In in my opinion, like. Like if she was, if she had more gas in the tank, she could have gotten out of that bad position. Yeah, but she, she didn't have it. She, she didn't have it. And the referee recognized her. Like, man, you put yourself right. Like, this is over. Mm-hmm. But yeah, good job, good job on Shana Dobson. And I think 
potentially there could be another star there. I mean, mm-hmm. even after you know she won and you know I like her getting on the mic and everything, you can be like, okay, I like both of them. I think they're you know, both. A lot of people were starting to you know jump on the Shauna train and, and rightfully so. I mean, she she, she like said her piece at the end, and you know, I kind of want to kind of want to see her fight again. Yeah, I mean, and she, she didn't she didn't take much damage either. So yeah, but I mean, she, she doesn't have a. A winning record, unfortunately. She so doesn't. She has some ways to go. She does have some 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 ways to go and stuff like and, that. And and what's her name? Um, Mariana. She she's enough of a character. I would like to see her fight again. Yeah. She could beat a lot of the women. I, I think in that division. Yeah. She's had to pace herself. I mean, there is a time to to go guns blazing, but you got to kind of set that up, mm-hmm. and then you know, land a, a strike that hurts, and then once you see it, blood in the water, go for it. Mm-hmm. To just go guns blazing like that, she she she, she blew her wad quite early, and there was nothing to indicate that that, that was the time to blow your wad. So, yeah, if, then, if I, I'd, I'd want to see her set that up a little bit more. Yeah. Then Joe uh, Selecki against uh, Austin Hubbard. Um, that one. Oh. It was a very. I mean, it was a very short fight in my opinion. Oh, yeah, that one in the submission, right? Yeah. yeah, and he he just as the fight started, he kind of like worked his way, got climbed onto the guy's back, and he, it was a standing rear naked choke. Mm-hmm. Which you rarely see, but it happened. Like, again, my wife watches. Like, what is he doing back there? Like, I was like, yeah, you'll see. <laughs> you know, this, this, this is jujitsu. People, people. I mean, certain things in MMA people see and it looks kind of weird. And I was like, why doesn't he just throw him off? Why doesn't he just, you know? Yeah. But it it it, it doesn't work that way. Yep. You know, you're gonna put yourself in a much worse position. Which you know, for all intents and purposes, he, he you know he was trying to do the right things. It's just. So like he was just that skilled where he just yep. stuck to him like glue and did what he had to do. Slept him. Not slept him, but submitted him. Yeah, he had to tap. Yeah. And then of course Mike Rodriguez, who was slowly building up his stardom. He's, he's Slow to become, Mike, yeah. He's doing his thing. I mean, he came out and he, he wasted no time getting a TKO victory. <laughs> it was, and if you, I mean, you're looking at the fight, I'm like, you're looking at um, Pracnio and it's like. Yeah, Marcin. This is gonna be a quick one, but no, and it, it gave me hope for um, Israel Adesanya versus um, Costa. Because <laughs> you look at Marcin, you know, he was like this huge muscle guy against you know Slow Mike, who you know doesn't have much definition in him. Yeah, kind of you know. But Mike hits hard. He, he does his thing. He hits hard, and he you know he he, he definitely does his thing, and you know he he's trained by um, Joe Lauzon, so you know he has ground game. Mm-hmm. If it got if it got there, but it didn't get there. Nope. Did his thing and, and got him Just out of there. Cracked him. Yep. And good for Mike. Yeah, it, was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a good crack too. Someone, so someone to keep it. Definitely keep your eye on. He's, he's gonna be, you know, rising. You know, probably gonna be top. That's like his, like his, his nickname. Because if you look, if you see him and you look at him, you see his nickname, it's like okay. I, can see why. <laughs> I mean, no, like I'm not you know insulting him, but I, I can see probably people like. They look at him and they they, they probably I, I believe that nickname was given to him mm. and they probably just grew on him where he kept it. Mm. Where you know you look at his demeanor and stuff and he look you know he looks like he doesn't look like the sharpest knife in the drawer but the man can fight. Yep, beat the brakes off you. Yeah. I wouldn't fight him. And he's a big guy. He's a big guy. And anyway, then the, the main, main event, event, Pedro Munoz versus Frankie Frank. Edgar. This is your typical Frank Edgar fight, which I've grown tired of. Really? First, I, thought, I thought this fight was great. It was. It was a good fight. But I don't, I don't want to say I'm disappointed. Like, a lot of people were saying a lot of good things about Frankie and praising for the fight and everything, but I'm on the other end of the spectrum. Because 
In terms of fighting, there's certain things I want to see from a fighter to know that they're in a fight. They're in the fight. They're, and he was always in the fight. I'm not trying to say he wasn't. But here's my thing. Frankie's a point fighter. You think so? I kind of feel so. A lot of the strikes he were landing, they weren't... I mean, he won based on points, but I, I, don't, I don't see strike. Frankie's a, a point fighter. He was, I mean, for the, for the fight... Like he because he was throwing, more, he was throwing more combo combinations after combination, which are which is great. I didn't mind the combinations. I think they were great. But I felt like, okay, like the, like I, I look at the progression of the fight. Okay, this and this is landing. You're you're hitting him with speed, mm-hmm. and these are landing. These are always landing. Put some, it's time to put the power behind it. You, it's not like the shot is not gonna land. You're, he was consistently landing shots on this guy. It's not like he, it's not like he had difficulty landing the shots. Put him away. I, I didn't. I didn't see Frankie doing the put away shots. I you know what, and we can agree to disagree. But I, I felt that goes to Munoz's toughness. Munoz is a tough guy. He is, and, and he, he had a good chin. And he, some of the shots he fired his head back. You can see Frankie like threw something and, and they fight it back. So it's not a matter of Frankie not putting him away. I think Moon's just a tough guy. Just that tough. I, I wouldn't disagree with that either. And Frankie was getting his leg kicked up like after the third round. He, he could eating, barely stand on that leg. The, People didn't, he, he 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 masked it very well, but that leg was getting chewed up. But, uh, but but if you look at how Frankie was striking, Frankie striking is definitely on point. He I, I think in that division he's, he's definitely one of the top strikers. From a boxing standpoint, he he seems like Frankie seems like he'd be a, he'd make a perfect boxer. Yeah, and he comes from that. You know, he's he comes from, from that. that he's, he's cut from that cloth. Yeah, he's gonna land on you. He's gonna he he's been in so many wars now. It's like I feel bad for him in a sense. I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing him in those wars because that decision could have gone the other way easily. Mm-hmm. It was such a close fight that that decision could have gone the other way. And he's been on yes. He's been on the receiving end of those bad decision calls a so lot. many times. Like it'd have been rough for him. It's to... time. It's, it's time for Frankie to. Start putting people away, and 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 that's what that's why that's why I criticize him. It's like I want to see Frankie with that killer instinct. Like I'm tired of being on the bad end of all these decisions. You start putting guys away. Start start putting guys away because he. I think he's a talented enough fighter to do it. He's just not doing it. I mean, it could be because of age as well too, and it could be because of Munoz's toughness. But I wanted to see a Frankie like no screw this. Mm-hmm. Like coming third, fourth round, you see it kind of going either way. It's like. Well, and again, his his leg was chewed up. Yeah, he did a good job, but he 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 was he was hurt. He was compromised, and, and he was and he was getting cracked with some shots too. There was a couple was. shots I was like, oh boy, Frankie's gonna lose because even though he was landing what appeared to be most of the shots, because when when I saw the strike card afterwards, I was like, was it really that even? Mm. I don't think they were counting a lot of his Frankie shots because nope. I don't think it should have been that even. Not even close. But Munoz was landing the more powerful shots. Munoz was landing the more powerful shots. Munoz was landing the shots that was knocking Frankie back. You know, mm-hmm. the more meaningful shots. You know, mm-hmm. but Frankie, I mean, so, I mean, but ultimately, that's all Munoz really had for it going for him. He he did have the pressure going because he was always walking forward for the most part. And 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 the thing, and, and, and he landed more meaningful, I guess, like power shots. But. And you know, you, you were praising him a lot on his toughness. And they say he he is a guy that likes to spar more than the average guy. Mm-hmm. So he's been in a lot of those wars, and he was taking shots to to give shots. Mm-hmm. Which the only way you can do that is if you if you don't mind the shots that you're taking, which again brings me back to my point where I think Frankie should have landed some 
put some more, more sauce put a little it. more snap on like not the first set like start out with the speed but come into the last like if you're throwing forward combinations the three and the four should be like some stingers just to put them out because they're landing it's not that they're not landing they were landing he, he was la- he was like he was hitting them mm-hmm. but just put some stingers on the last three I felt like I think Frankie could have knocked that guy out in my opinion because he was, he was hitting him way too often it was like <laughs> how many more times are you going to hit him you know just just put him out like, I mean I know it's, that's that's easier said than done because you know being someone that has trained and fought that's, that's, you can't just say okay let me just put this guy out and he's going to go out you know, only, only a few people have that kind of that talent but at the same time I felt he could have put a little sting on the last couple of ones to, to, to at least at least attempt to knock him out like okay those aren't landing okay this guy is because I don't know I, I, I never felt Munoz was really threatened I mean there was a few of those uppercuts that got through mm-hmm. that you were Snap like his head, yeah. okay like but even after those land Frankie didn't go into killer instinct mode and stalk him down and like try to end the fight he just, just kind of rode out the same pace he was always doing his pop 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 you know mm-hmm. I felt he could he, he should have landed a little more he, he should have gone a little more to the body too I felt it would have opened up the head more but it, he, he had no trouble with that because the head was always there he was he had no trouble landing mm-hmm. he was lighting him up the entire fight he just I just felt never that, closed that, it up he, he didn't ha- it didn't have that close, he didn't, it didn't have that that finish mentality that you know I like to see from certain fighters I mean at his age you know you know he, he's this is he, he he actually wants to make a run for the belt at this at this mm-hmm. And he, I mean, seeing him this skinny now, he just kind of looks, he kind of looks old now. He, his age is showing to me. <laughs> him being skinny and at this age and, uh, he's, he, he, I could see Frankie's at the end of it. Like, he, he, he's one bad decision away from quitting. One bad loss away from quitting. No, I hope not. More, well, well, actually, it depends. It depends on what he wants to do, but, because he is old and, he, you know, age is going to, you know, is fighting it? is a young man's game. Exactly. You don't want to stick around too long because then you're fighting just, just all these hungry killers. And he wants to make a run for the belt. Good for him. Which, I mean, at Bantamweight, it's Peter Yan, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, it's... Uh, yeah, yeah, it is Peter Yan. Peter Yan. Mm-hmm. And then you have you have um, Aljamain Sterling in there, which I think they're teammates. I mean, Aljamain, are, are they teammates or are they... No. Or used to work? Aljo is, is teammates with... Um, oh, what's that guy's name? Chris Whiteman? Damn, but not him. But um, he just fought last week. Volante? Him, but not him. Um, he fought Dobson last week. Merck. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the machine. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I think I think he fights in that weight class. Okay. So well, I mean, there are some tough guys in there. Um. But Frankie just taking out the number five guy, I think Munoz was. So Frankie is definitely up there. Yeah, in he, the wants to push his name. He, he wants to put his name in the conversation. I want to say with the top five for that division. For is. the bantamweight, I can look yeah. that up. Um, but that being said, you know, I, I, I he, he wants to make a run, but I he's gonna you're, have to gonna, really bring it. You gonna advise against it? I want to advise against it. He, he's, he's 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 up there, and there's there's killers there. So. At Bantamweight, Peter Yan, Marlon Moraes. Oh, Aljo is Aljo does fight at that weight. Mm-hmm. Cody Garbrandt. 
Stan Hagen. Stan Hagen. Uh, you know, these are the guys that are up there. Aldo. Jimmy Rivera. Sun Sao. Do you, do you Dominic think, Cruz. Do you think Frankie just catapults all these guys? Or? There he is, yeah. David Philly. That, that's the guy. Well, he, he just did because... Um, he beat the number five. beat the number five, so... So, let's... If I was the UFC and I wanted to give Frankie one more fight before a title fight. Well, I'll give him a few more fights before. I don't want to... You don't know how much more he has left, so you don't want to, you know, belabor the fact and have him beat, you know, fight some young guys going to knock him out. So, maybe maybe I'm Marlon Rice. But then Marlon Rice is probably going to fight for the title next. Oh, no, no. I think Aljo's going to fight for the title next. So, yeah. So, yeah. If I was the UFC, I would give Frankie Marlon Rice next. And I think Frankie beats him. And then you give Frankie the, the winner of Yana. That way, if Frankie can get his title, he get, get his, you know. Get it get it sooner rather than later. Yes. You don't want to see him go to too much more wars. You want to see him get it. And let's say he, he gets up there, he does it. He wins the title. He's probably going to hold on to the belt until he retires. Maybe he loses his next one. Maybe he defends it once or whatever, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure after he loses the belt, he's going to retire. And uh, you know you want to see him retire sooner rather than later, yeah. if that's you know what that's he wants to do. But yeah. don't want to make a decision for him. But again, there's also guys like Cody Garbrandt in there that you know want to make a title run as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and not not not, not to mention um, Chito Vera just you know did his thing. He's pretty low. I mean, he's a top top fourteen, but that's like another guy that can go on a run. And of course, like um, Davis Vili as well. So that's another guy I can go on a, go on a run. Yeah. There's, a, there's a number of guys in that. that Thank you. Look at Marlon Verified and look at Frank Edgar. Frankie's not beating Marlon Vera. <laughs> Frank is, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, I hate to say it. It, it just is what it is. He's probably going to be ranked higher than him now, but he's not going to beat. He's not going to beat. He's not going to beat Marlon Vera. Man, there's so much killers in that division. I don't think he's going to beat. He, I don't think he's. I don't think. He can beat Dominic Cruz Dominic either. Dominic Cruz is, is Corey Stamen. Sonya Dong. I don't think. I don't, I don't that's, think. He's a, that's another dark horse there because that Sonya Dong has those hands. Yeah, he had those hands. And I, Frankie isn't beating those people. You know what I mean? I mean, I love Frankie and he just did a good job in catapulting himself in the division. He, he, he jumped over a lot of killers, but the, the cream is still to the top. And he's going to have to get through some of the. Like, people. Marlon Rice, yeah, he's, you know, he's, he got that win over Aldo, which people felt that Aldo won kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But don't sleep on Marlon Rice. He's, he was kick, he was head kicking the crap out of people before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, forget he, he's that. super quick. But uh, a lot of his criticisms come from, uh, you know, that, that, that Jose Aldo I mean, mm-hmm. victory that people say he didn't deserve. And he's been criticized for being, like, kind of weak-minded as well. People say that he breaks kind of easily. That's, that's that's a rumor. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever the case yeah. is, but but in other UFC news, I mean that, that, that was the card. We got um, contender series coming up tomorrow, which I can't wait. Contender series tomorrow, always fun. And then you have a, always course, great another card at the end, um, end of the week as well. There's gonna be the Corey. Sorry, Anthony Smith is fighting um, Alexander Rakic. Yeah. But Anthony Smith is a guy that you want to see do great things. Um, he's had some some tough battles. He's you know mm-hmm. gone through a lot recently. You know losing teeth and stuff. I but, want to see how he bounces back from that. Yeah, I want to see him. You know, you want to see him do great things. So 
hopefully he can come back and you know show that he still has it. He's still a top you know top fighter. Then we got the gift of you know Robbie Lawler versus Neil Magny. That's gonna be and Robbie fun. just got inserted into that fight because you know um, Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal. Um, had an issue. Uh, had, had, they they had didn't really issue. even touch on it. They never it, touched on what it was. It was life threatening. That's all. It was life threatening. They didn't. It wasn't COVID. Well, they didn't say COVID or anything, mm-hmm. but there's still an issue there. So Robbie Lawler just jumps out, out of nowhere, says he'll take the fight. So, I mean, any Robbie Lawler fight, it's you know, it's must watch. I, I think that's gonna be fight of the night personally. Robbie Lawler is one of those guys that you know only fights one way, and you you can say that maybe the game kind of you know surpassed him, but all that that's all fine and good. You still gotta beat him. Be Which is not an easy, you know, thing to do. So, then you have Alex Grasso fighting. Um... Alexa Grasso, I've, I've been on her hype train for a while since she was in Invicta. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see her do big things. She did had some setbacks, but she's still, I think, a future champion in the UFC. If that's going to be one to look out for. Yeah, Ricardo Lamas again, come, um, fighting uh, Bill Allegro. Lamas has kind of fell. Like Lamas, I, I, I had him. Lamas was a top tier fighter for a while, but he he's been on a downward spiral in my opinion. But yeah, but I mean, we'll, we'll see what he does. Yeah. And Kutalaba, Kutalaba. they rebooked this fight, right? Because the fight was, uh, I think, it was supposed to be last week or the fight of the week before. Yes, 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 yes. And Kutalaba had to pull out, so now they rebooked this fight. So yep, looking forward to seeing this one. Yep, Kutalaba is, uh, is one of my fighters that I like to see. So. Um, Alex Caceres on the prelims of this one, mm-hmm. which I mean, to me, he should start being at least at least main. They, they, they gotta start showing the guys some respect, man. Come on, he's been fighting for you he, guys. He's been fighting forever. for you forever, and he's still winning. And still winning, you know. Put him at least as, as the featured prelim. At least I think. You know what I mean? You got this. I mean, but um, I mean, Impa- Maki Patolo, I think is uh, is has been thing, and and Impa Kasanganai. Is stepping up from the contender series, so I can see why this. So is that there's more hype around those guys. But come on, man! Show my boy some love, man. Alex Caceres has been doing it for a long time. I want to see him win so badly. I want to see him win in fashion too. Yeah, start start you know stating his case. There's a couple other. Um, there's some good fights on the prelims as well. See, yeah. as opposed to last week's card, this week's the week's coming up card is is it has more more reasons to watch. Has more reasons to watch. More sting on it. You know. Yep. And if we didn't have enough reasons to watch, we are excited to announce. One of our um, um, fan supporter um, games that we've been kind of working on. We've been kind of working on a, a way to give back to our supporters, people that have been uh, you know supporting not just the podcast but Vivian on a whole. And what we've come up with uh, for well, there's going to be a couple of different ones. Uh, this one is going to be mainly for you guys, the, the fight talk um, crowd, the guys that loves the UFC and that kind of thing. We're coming up with a, a UFC pick'em contest, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you that are not familiar, this is where you kind of pick, you know, who you think is going to win and answer a couple of questions. And for a chance to win prizes, we're going to be giving out some top, top prizes and all based on your, your, your tier of support. So just to kind of give you a quick explanation, um, when you look at the podcast and when you look at our, our Patreon, they're, they're set up in tiers, if you will. So um, there's a, a dollar tier, there's a five dollar tier, and there's a ten dollar tier. Mm-hmm. And based on what tier you sign up for is the level of prizes you're going to be Able to eligible to, to win on. So it's, it's, for, it's open for everyone. So everyone, even if you're a dollar supporter, a dollar mm-hmm. a month, you, you're still going to be eligible to win great prizes mm-hmm. um, in there as well. So, so don't, don't feel like, you know, you have to be a $10 supporter to win the, you know, the, the big. Well, you kind of do because there are, there are going to be bigger prizes. 
for the ten dollars a border, but at the same time, it, there's prizes at all levels. So mm-hmm. whatever your budget is, feel free. So, how this works? You're gonna. You, there's two ways you can play. You're gonna either go on download the ESPN app, and you're gonna scroll down to the bottom where it says more. You're gonna well on the bottom bar, on the bottom right corner, it says more. You click there, then you're gonna scroll down to the bottom where it says UFC Pick'em. Um. You're gonna go there and uh, kind of set up your account there, if you will, which is nothing major to do, just mm-hmm. kind of a username, password type type deal. And once that is done and you're a supporter, uh, you, know, you you can either hit us up or we're gonna, we're gonna check out our supporters anyway, but you're gonna hit us up or we're gonna send you the email. That's gonna give you the, the link to our private room, which is our private UFC Pick'em room. And everyone that's a supporter that wants to be part of the, the UFC Pick'em are gonna be Listed there in that room, and based on your, it's it's score based, so the best score wins for the most part. Mm-hmm. So whoever has the best score is gonna win, gonna win the prizes for the night. So, yep. I think it's a great. Yeah, you, you can you can you can either go to UFC um sorry ESPN.com as well, and um, search for UFC Pick'em, and you can find it that way as well. Or you can just use the app if you have the app already. So those those are the ways to play. Um, we're going to be updating the website with all the information on there as the well. The website's going to be have all the information as well, so definitely look out for that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting stuff. I, it's, it's a way for you to watch the fights. Um, another reason to watch the fights, you can win some some cool prizes. And just for being a supporter of Vivian, and I, I think that that's that's a cool deal. So um, we already started promoting a little bit of it. People are getting you know, there's a little buzz behind it. So definitely something to look out, look forward to. And we, we are going to be working on something similar for the, the gaming side as well. There are, there are uh, yeah, stuff so, for the gaming side. Still ironing well. out the details of that one. With the UFC Pick'em, it's just nice and easy and clean. Yep. Still working on the details for the game. Yeah, we're going to be doing some, some, some gaming stuff as well. So definitely something to look forward to as well. Uh, lots of fun stuff coming out for us, boys. I mean, it's, it's, it's an excited time to, to be part of the VIVN bandwagon. And we, we do appreciate all our supporters, our customers, all everyone that, you know, buys into what we're doing and and why we're doing it so we definitely do appreciate you guys um, as far as good ideas this week I we're kind of doing some thinking this, is just, this good idea kind of stems from just my personal reflection of, of kind of how things have been going for me personally and just things in general this may end up t- turning into somewhat of a rant I'm going to apologize in advance if this comes off as an, a rant or anything but I wanna. I've been doing some reflecting, mm. just personally, just kind of seeing like you know how this year is going. You know, with the, the whole COVID situation, mm-hmm. with with everything that's been going on. You know, in life in general. And my thoughts are, and again, I'm gonna apologize if this sounds like a rant or this sounds like I'm coming at anybody. But this is just my personal reflection. I think as as you read social media and you go through everything, people are, are kind of developing this, you know, this kind of waiting for someone to save them kind of attitude. People are, are kind of developing this attitude of, you know, well, when things open back up then mm-hmm. or when, you know, for us, for example, for, you know, the main street and everything here, when the cruise ships start coming back, you know, mm-hmm. then, you know, everyone's kind of, Working along the lines of, you know, they're looking for something to to excuse them for, for their current situation or whatever it may be. And I'm talking to me as much as I talk to anyone else. But I think 
it's it's, it's to the point where like we have to understand that no one's coming to save you. As hard as that sounds, uh, you know, there, there's, and I, I can think of deeper, but I'll go see if it's worth for now. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, no one's coming to save you. And I'm saying that to say it, it's time that I'm going to say our people, black people, it doesn't matter your color or whatever. I'm just talking about Caribbean people on a whole, or people in general, anyone that listens to us. It, it, it's, ty- it's it's getting to the point now where you have to realize that you have to start figuring stuff out. Whether it's your job situation, how you're going to provide, or, you know, because we're, 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 we're in the same boat with a lot of people that were, you know, collecting unemployment and things like that. But ultimately, we have to realize that the cavalry isn't coming. You got you to gotta figure out. And it's time that our people are, are, are getting to that point where they, they need to, okay, I'm not waiting for the government to save me or I'm not waiting for you know, the cruise ship industry to come and save me or mm-hmm. or just some, some this COVID situation to dry up or whatever the situation is. You still have to live your life. You still have to do what you got to do for your family and yourself. And it's to the point where you, you can't wait on anyone anymore. And if you look at, uh, there, there, there's going to be two, two, side, two kind of people that come out of this. There's going to be the people that, you know, that w- went into the COVID situation and they, you know, kind of waiting to see what happens and ultimately at the other end they're going to come out maybe worse because mm-hmm. they waited. And then there's going to be people that went into this situation and like, it's a bad situation but we got, we got to move forward. And I think, I mean, we kind of, we're kind of doing that with, with VIVN but we, we got to make sure we understand that the, the Calvary isn't coming. And if you look at a lot of companies, for example, look at the, like NBA for example, they're not waiting for the situation to drive. They, they created the bubble. Mm-hmm. They created, you know, the digital audience and everything. So they're, they're moving on mm-hmm. regardless of COVID, no COVID. Look at WWE. It's kind of the same thing. UFC was one that started that. UFC, all these guys, mm-hmm. sports that we got, you know, entertainment that we follow. They're not waiting for, for things to get better or mm-hmm. anything because they're not waiting for a savior. Ultimately, they're making their way. They're adapting in this current environment I think that, that, that that's where we have to be and that's where we have to as a people have to go to overcome these things because if you keep waiting ultimately you're, you're waiting in vain mm-hmm. so it's this time that we you know as a people move forward and, and, and you know be creative and step up and do what we have to do to better our situation to better our family's future and you know secure our legacy if you will so those are some of my thoughts I, I thought about taking it a little bit deeper. I said, no, I'll just keep it yeah. as light like that because I don't want f- people to feel like I'm coming for them or anything like that. Ultimately, I'm speaking to myself as well, too, because it is what it is. I mean, yeah, we, we, we can't keep waiting for things to change or, or get better. You got to make the change, you know, you want to be. So that's my good idea for, for the week. Hopefully it resonates with somebody, inspires someone to do something, but I was more so speaking to myself. Smart. Kind of reminds me. I don't know. If, I don't know if you saw um, what's his name's performance. Uh, Chris Daughtry's performance. Where did he find him? No. It's really good. But he had a song called "Waiting for Superman." That kind of that kind of reminded me of that. <laughs> really good performance. It's an old song, but for a 
And he did it in his house. <laughs> and it was like great. And then right after that, the whole band did us another song after that. And it was even better. But it was weird because the whole band was each member of the band was in their own house. <laughs> and I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they got the, 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 the music to sync up, but maybe they weren't really playing. I don't know, but it seemed like they were really playing. There's ways you can do it. You know, you you, you, you test it and you see what, what the delay is and you you set And you fine-tune it, yeah. yeah. But yeah, they were all in their own house and they were all playing and they, it sounded amazing. And you could tell that... I could t- you could tell it was they were actually really playing because even his his um, microphone performance, he, he used a megaphone for some parts of it mm-hmm. to kind of change the way the sound sounded mm-hmm. and stuff. It was great performance. I'm a Daughtry fan again. <laughs> I, forgot how, I forgot how good his music is. Yeah. I'll, I'll check that out. But yeah, with that, I think it's a good place to end the podcast. We do mm-hmm. appreciate all you guys for all you do, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, keeping us, you know, going and uh, one thing I want you guys to realize is as far as the VIVN family is concerned and the team and everything you know we have a very small team you know to get all the things done that we need to get done and by small I mean me and my brother with with some select others but not not with prominent roles it's mostly a two-man operation but ultimately the the the, the other major player in this whole thing is you guys you guys are another part of the team that you know helps keep things going and helps put things in place and everything so we do appreciate you guys for all your support and all you do. Thank you guys for listening. I encourage you guys to continue to be good to each other, you know. Stay safe, stay COVID free. Help each other in need, if there is a need. Reach out to your friends, check on them, make sure everyone's good. Isaac Boys, out. <laughs> <laughs>